Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Good evening and welcome to the fourth annual, very prestigious, you can tell because we're dressed up, fourth annual Culty Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're going to do that every single time so you can see the text on the screen. Thanks to Richard for making the lovely graphics for the awards. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Richard. Yes. Dearly beloved. Yes. God bless. Rest in peace. Just there. Yes, that's right. I know. <laughs> right. The way this is going to work, again, I've seen one of these before. Jack and Ross both have their picks for each specific award. And it's me, my duty to pick something in between that. One of them. Pick one of them's going to go in. But you can throw out a few of your own. If you have yeah, your own, that aren't going to win. But it's down to you two. I'll just be the tiebreaker. You can get cracking. Uh, well, and the winners of each award will be sent. Well, no. <laughs> a replica. <laughs> yes, that's right. This prestigious trophy. But obviously, with the restrictions in place, it might take a while yeah. to receive it. Yeah, yeah. What oh. restrictions are you referring to there, Matthew? The, the fact that we have no money? <laughs> that, that was the one, yes. So we'll start off with... 2021's most underrated wrestler. Ooh. Iranu. Oh, we didn't do the thing. Sorry. Oh, bugger. Most Sorry, do you want to do Underrated. Fantastic. Seamless. Um, One in 2020 by whom? Last year, John Silver. Anna. Whoa. Anna. That's what he says, That's isn't it? That's what he does say. Yeah. But what do you say this year, Jack? Me. I was hoping Ross would go first for this one. My most underrated of 2021... It's Cody Rhodes. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. I was not expecting that. Sure you're working out. He's used a calculator on the math paper. <laughs> yeah. Everyone hates Cody Rhodes, but I don't. And I think he's underrated. And I think that toward, as we've gotten closer towards the end of December, then we've realized, I think, that well, especially on the last Dynamite at the time of recording, he's been deliberate in his heelish ways while pretending to be a babyface. He's an oblivious babyface. But the amount of, oh, the amount of hate for Cody online. Oh, people forgetting that he's actually very good at what he does just because he wants to be a hero. Well, I I, I liked him. In the you could relate to Cody then. At one, <laughs> at one time, I thought he was the best babyface in wrestling. Not this year. But at one time I did, yeah. and he had the match with Dustin. This year, I think his work's all been stellar. It's just the bookings being a bit... Uh, but they've made a really good... They've called a really good audible and realized that um, it, it wasn't working. People were ready to boo Cody. And I don't know, I'd love to know how early the plan was set in motion. Because by hook or by crook, it's it's working in my opinion. So I think not only for his in-ring stuff, which I've always thought is better than he gets credit for, but also in terms of his his story progression throughout the year. I think Cody Rhodes is most underrated, guys. Wow. Yes. That is the one name I did not expect. I, right. <laughs> hey, Ross, what have you got for us instead? I think it's crucial once again to note that there's a difference between underrated and underutilized. Right. Mm-hmm. We're going for underrated here. So in the grand scheme of things, who in the world of professional wrestling do I think is excellent but doesn't get the credit? He or she deserves. And I think this year of all years... This should go to Scott Dawson of FTR. Oh, okay. To give him his proper name, his government name, Dax Harwood. I don't know why I said Scott Dawson. I'm yeah. tired. Um, 
more promo time this year has been the big difference for FTR for me. I'm looking at him just ramble, but coherently and menacingly at the same time. But also sound like a bit like a jazz musician. Very scat, oh, scat, scat. Does he? He just goes off, doesn't he? It's like flowing. Yeah. It just flows, doesn't it? But in a nice chaotic way like jazz. Yeah. Mm, you know what I mean? Jazz. It makes sense in my head. Um, and the wrestling speaks for itself. He's had a couple of singles matches this year. It was the one with Jungle Boy this mm, year. Yeah, it was. There was the big example there. There's been a couple more, but the wrestling itself um, speaks for itself, I should say. FTR's tag team matches. I think they're getting better. I don't know if the new theme's got anything to do with it, by the way. Mm. But um, it seems that they've got new power since that new theme's came into play. But Scott Dawson, talking wrestling. I don't think enough people uh, give him enough credit. I know we do on this podcast, uh, but I don't think that goes as far and wide as the, the wrestling world you know, hmm. as a whole. So I'm going to go for Scott Dawson wow. this year. It's a great pick. It's Why hard. do I keep calling him Scott Dawson? Dax Hardwood. Dax Hardwood, yeah, yeah. Or as the toy people called him, Dax Hardwood. Dax Hardwood. <laughs> Dax Stiffy. Come Tuesday. <laughs> oh, no. no, not that again. No. <laughs> people who don't watch the podcast are going to be like, what? Yeah. yeah. So the finishing move. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's an interesting pick from you to pick Cody because I get where you're coming from. Thank you. But that's all I was asking. That's I, I, I do, I do understand where you're coming from. It was weird when you started off and explained. I'm like, all right, okay. You showed your workings out, as Ross said. But to call Cody underrated, uh, I don't want to pick that just because we'll get laughed at. Okay. From okay. the man who was, he won match of the year a few years ago. No, he didn't. Was he winning uh, he, got a, he had a five-star match, certainly. Yeah, he definitely got a lot of praise I'm for sure us we, now. Did and we now not give him the, the Dustin and Cody match of the year in 2019? I did. Hey, guys, but don't worry. I've got, a re- I've got a record of all the awards. Magnificent. Wow. So it seems weird to do that while he's still very much very, very, very pushed, which is why mm. he's getting booed. And people bring signs that say, yeah, we Cody, did, we, we Cody watches that, dubs. We gave know? that match of the year in 2019, right. yeah, yeah. Whereas I like the idea of Dax, Dash, Hardwood, Dawson. Yes, he is underrated as a singles. Uh, the Jungle Boy match, mm. the Pack match. Oh, yeah, that one as yeah, well. Yeah, and lots of other stuff there. So I would say underrated as a singles, I completely agree. And if I had to pick one, which is what I am doing, I'm giving it to Hardwood. Fair play. Fair <laughs> I play. I feel sad for calling Scott Dawson. I'm woken up yet. A terrible, terrible presenter. Hey, Matthew. Sorry, it's better than that guy from FTR. So. <laughs> did you have any potential Why, I recommendations? Did. I said in terms of talent versus position on card, I'll go with Ricky Starks, even mm. if he does have a title, because it's my opinion that Many people on Team Taz could be in a higher position than they are currently, and Ricky Stark is at the top of that pile. Fair enough. Uh, in terms of people who need more exposure uh, for indie people, uh, Masha Slamovich. I've not seen too much of her. Oh, she, she had a few. She's an impact at the minute. She's doing impact why She needs more exposure. Oh uh, dear. <laughs> she had a, an appearance on AW. Mm. I was like, yeah, when mm. watch uh, a Borscht at the beach. Borsh at the beach because she's Russian. Beach. That's right. right. That's the gimmick. Anyway, I want to give her a shout out. I wonder where that was going. <laughs> there we go. A Borsh? <laughs> no, no, Borsh, Borsh, Borsh at the beach. Borsh. Uh, 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 2021, <laughs> most improved. Most improved. Oh, good. Oh, Ross, man. <laughs> should, should we start again? No, no. No, this is great. <laughs> most improved. 2020s, just as a reminder for people. Pat McAfee. Which is a weird one. It's a load of bollocks, that one. Because... That, no, what, really? How can you be most improved when you didn't wrestle the year before? Yeah. Well, that's it, isn't it? What were we no. thinking? Well, because he was well, terrible the year before because he didn't yeah, wrestle. He improved from nothing to... Exactly. Yeah, he didn't exist the year before. <laughs> yeah. He was born in 2020 uh, in the squared circle. Exactly. What an improvement. Oh, uh, we don't go down a similar route this year. Hmm. Oh, okay, we're all on the same level then. Well, Ross, you can start off. I'm looking at this year on year. Who, from this time last year to this time this year, is the most Mm. improved? And for me, one man sticks out like a sore Bulgarian thumb, and that is God's favourite champion, and that is Miro. Because cast your minds back to this time last year. We're in the midst of that. The the feud that was longer than it had to be against best friends, it was sort of in the the lull at this point last year is where Satya right now. And then he's gone on and shred himself of the video game and stuff, which it didn't bother me. You know, it was fine. But he's become what he probably should have been as Rusev in the WWE. That mix of, like, ass-kicking machine with endearing fellow who makes you chuckle with man who wants to fight God. And the day he topples God, he'll prove himself to be very improved indeed. So I'm going to go Miro here on you. Mm. Oh, it's nice to hear you on camera saying that you actually don't mind the video game I stuff because that's been in complete... <laughs> An addiction to what's behind the podcast. <laughs> Too many nerds like, and wrestling. Yeah, there is. <laughs> yes. But you make a very good point. We're like, yay, look, it's Miro and he's doing the gaming. The man. All right. But now he's like, oh. Main event already. Yeah. 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 No, that, that's a very good pick. Jack, 
What have you got? I've got two and I can't split them. Ooh. Because one, I feel, has improved more, but one's improved more dr- like to a more dramatic, in a more dramatic okay. way. So I don't know which one do you think I should go for. How about you say the first one first and the second one I don't want to, it's cheating if I submit you two. Can't say yeah, two. I can't do two. Bloody I'll tell you the other one is after. All oh, right, right. I'll tell you. Okay, I'll, I'll go, one that's going to beat Miro. I'll then. go for, well, I don't know if it'll beat Miro, but I'll, I'll go, go for um, Ty Conti. Mm. I think oh, she's okay, had, yeah. I think she's had a, a fantastic year. And I, I don't know how, like, I don't know how much she really has improved in the ring because I, I feel like she never got a chance to show it as she has mm. done this year. But I've noticed that she always steps it up in big matches. Um, when I was writing for the website awards, which I don't know how many will have come out by this point, but some of my picks differ because we had to chop and change for the website because lots of us were nominating different things and stuff. So some of my awards will differ from what I've written on the website, just to clarify. But um, I did some research on Ty Condi's year, and she's had three title matches, and, and they were her three best matches. So she steps it up when it's a big match. Um, one was against Serena Deeb for the NWA Women's Championship. Yep two for the AW Women's Championship. The most recent one against Britt Baker when she had the Brazilian flag makeup on her face I thought was excellent. And I think, yeah, generally she's been given a chance to be a bit of a solo star and she's risen to the occasion. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, it's hard. Because it's two different yeah, ones, isn't it? you're right. It's, it's so weird because it's not saying they're both bad or anything like that, but they both had a fresh... Paint of lick, yes, as Bruce P says on the. But obviously, podcast. Miro's like the more. Yeah. It's two different. You know what? Interpretations. I'm gonna pick Tay Conti. Okay. Just because I agree with everything you said, Jack. Yeah, she's been great watching uh, having matches on AW Dark and Dynamite Elevation, everything else like that. And I thought she was gonna win at the last show. Oh, did the you? Shows I know absolutely nothing about wrestling, <laughs> but and also Miro's up for some things later on in my head. So <laughs> I am picking Tay Conti. That's a great pick, mate. Um, my other one would have been Bianca Belair, but. She was already on her way. I wouldn't I have agreed with that anyway. Fair yeah, enough, fair she's, enough. she's already mint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my pick would have been, uh, I thought it was a surefire win, uh, Bron Breaker. Because he wasn't, oh, but see, if you're... That's you a bit of a Pat McAfee Pat McAfee. situation, yeah. Yeah. Who's had the best debut year in professional wrestling? That should be an award Maybe, yeah, year. best newcomer. Okay, best newcomer, yeah. yeah. yeah the MTV sense. Music Awards. Yeah. Nirvana, 1992. <laughs> well done. <laughs> wow, well, I thought it was a shoe-in, but shows what I know. Let's move on to the next award, see if we get this synced up. One, two, three. The most charismatic. If it's not us, then... (laughs) (laughs) Well, 2020s, near pressure, lads. Eddie Kingston. I was tempted to go for him again this year, but I haven't. I've gone for somebody different. That's good. You went first last time. What have you got for us this time, Jack? I've gone for Eddie Kingston. Fair enough. Because, yeah, I'm not above picking a repeat winner. I believe he's probably the best promo in wrestling today, certainly in like English speaking wrestling that I've been able to tell. And is um, the the thing that pushed over the top for me was the the CM Punk feud, where he managed to get a crowd to favor him over CM Punk, who'd wrestled about four matches for, since his return, and people were still cheering Eddie Kingston over him. Um, everything feels real. He's not afraid. He's not afraid to look vulnerable, which is lovely. That makes him more of a hero in my eyes. And um, I, th- I thought I had a third point. He's class. He's a really charismatic yeah. guy. Um, and from what you've told us, lovely as well. Yeah. Lovely man. To me. Right. Maybe you'd hate us then. But he's, yeah. But seems like a lovely man. Why would he yeah. hate us and like you? Because <laughs> it makes it sound really impressive if I say it like that. <clears throat> no, I'm sure it'd be very nice to you guys. <sighs> Especially if we're giving him most charismatic right, of yeah. the year again. Yeah. That's Ross. What have you got? I've got one to beat him. <gasps> Go on. I'm going to try and do this like a new show. He's the head of the table! He's oh. the tribal king! Roman Reigns is the oh. one professional wrestler in the world today oh. who is, he's got that larger than life thing about him, that mega star feel when he walks, you know, on the, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. When The Rock used to walk out, you think, bloody hell, mm. that's like the pinnacle of man right there. That's something I'll never, never achieve in my own life. That's Roman Reigns today, and I feel like no one else in the world of professional wrestling has that sort of mm. exudes that charisma, that 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 in, intangible aura, aura. that aura, yeah. like uh, Roman Reigns does here in 2021. So I'm going to go for him as the most charismatic wrestler in the world this year. Wow! And his promo is a fire. Yeah, man, that sucks because they could both win. Yeah, they could. Mm. I mean, nominate them. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> I mean, Eddie Kingston had that magnificent type-up, that write-up before the match with CM Punk yeah. that had half the world talking about him and going, how oh, great he is. Oh, in the Players' is. Tribune. Yeah. Tribune, 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 Tribune. Yeah, but 
on the other hand, I watch WWE and go, all right, this isn't very good, but go, oh, wait, Roman Reigns is on this show and just watch his bits and get it like, okay, this is what I'm looking forward to watching. Oh, I might have to actually be really boring and go with, oh, we had just had another AEW person win. We had Ty Condi win. We had two AEWs. I think we had five AEW nominations before Roman Reigns. Just so we don't look (laughs) insanely biased, and as much as I would like to put Eddie Kingston in again, we've already got his money, I would say Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. He, he does that. That's I mean, fully deserved because he's. Yeah. It's part of the whole package as well, isn't it? With the Usos and oh, yeah. Heyman and yeah. there, is, there is right though. Like nobody's got that feel anywhere else, have they? No, like, when he comes no, out, no. Like, no one in the company has that. Yeah. Yeah. they maybe, like to pretend maybe Lesnar, but he, he's like, yeah, yeah. None of the current crop. They like to pretend that like guys like Drew do, but it's it's not the same. It's is a, it? There's a big, big difference. Maybe Lashley, but I think he's lost something a few last few months. But yeah, Roman Reigns having the matches with. With everybody this year, mm. from Edge to Cesaro to Brian, yeah, mm. him. he's so charismatic. He's absorbed oh. all of the charisma of anyone he's faced this year. <laughs> yeah, he really <laughs> ruined their careers. He really has, <laughs> like an oddish. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Uh, my pick, though, the most charismatic, it wasn't Roman Reigns. It was going to be Bianca Belair. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, fair. That makes sense. Because we've seen any women's matches uh, of the cards on Raw. Someone's when they've done the pay per views on SmackDown. The crowd's been like, whatever, I'm dead for this. Bank attacks in. Yeah! So, yeah, insanely popular. I never needed you at all. Because charisma doesn't just mean verbal. It can be everything. And I think yeah. Roman Reigns sums that up pretty well. He walks. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. uh, I horrible mention, just because, I'm not saying it's just because of the news, but Jeff Hardy, when yeah. there's been a lot of fake pops out of the WWE shows, oh, yeah, Jeff Hardy does not require the no. fake pop. Yeah, he's not the best promo, but he's very charismatic. That's and just an exists. enigma. Yeah. yeah, that tweet you recently tweeted or retweeted, sorry, from that fella saying he just transcends yes. everything. A forty-five-year-old fella in Iceland, if he heard the name Jeff Hardy, would start. Going. Yeah, <laughs> what a great tweet! <laughs> it's fantastic. Thank you, Chris. Right, yeah. So yeah, well, from that to the next category, which is see, we've seen this. One, two, three, twenty twenty-one's best non-wrestler. Yes, now, I can think of a bunch of non-wrestlers that I do enjoy watching. But what have you got for us, Ross? I was gonna go for SmackDown, Pat, but. Jack's pointed out something which I've not been able to ignore in the last oh, few weeks. I'm sorry. Which is the, <laughs> the tone of voice he puts on very in, early in the card. Yeah. It's, uh, he's out of breath and sweaty and cross-eyed and whatnot it's at a suplex. Uh, so that's tainted Pat for me. So I'm going to go for Arn Anderson. Oh! For the joy he's given. Oh. Us in the second half of the year especially, I'm thinking of obviously the Glock promo, him being a feral cat in Cody Rhodes' back garden one week. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess from this my tape, like, I forgot about that. <laughs> this might tickle your pickle more than most, but uh, his fall off the ring, his fall off the stage. Oh, he's good at it, isn't he? But he oh. was good before Arn Anderson, but the, the sheer shock factor of I pulled a Glock out on folk and splattered <laughs> the brains on the pavement. Yeah, that does it for me. <laughs> oh, it's a good pick. The garden bit was made as well by Cody going like, Arn? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Burn your clothes, Cody. <laughs> Oh. oh, Jack, what have you got? Uh, Paul Heyman. Ooh. Because uh, he's been part of Roman's whole, you know, mm. amazing year that he's had. And it's not just when he's in, in, like, any situation you put Paul Heyman in, he's like, he just, he makes it convincing. He never he never fumbles. He never stutters, does he? He's always, always on it. Um, and I think that whether he's, like, those interactions with Kayla Braxton have been really good. She's been really good in them as well, to be mm. fair. But, um the the stuff when he sat there with Roman intimidating him because of the Lesnar situation is man, when he's a, when he's managing at ringside like I know the part of being a manager is like to know when to not try and hog the attention but he always nails it when he needs to be when there's like a big kick out and Roman just survives he's like really worried yeah. or when Roman can't quite get the win he looks like devastated the bit where he had to throw the belt in to Roman and Brock and was just like oh well, that bell could have easily gone one way or the other, and he nailed it in the middle of the two of them. So for various like reasons, but mainly because he's just a really convincing character. Oh, Paul Heyman. Oh, and who won last year, by the way? Oh, beg your pardon. Uh, Taz. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh. He's had another solid year as Taz, hasn't he? He really has. I've loved him. Um, oh, Arn Anderson or Paul Heyman. Which NWA, early 90s stalwart, shall we pick? <laughs> See, Heyman has been the the underline 
for Roman Reigns. Okay. He's underlined everything he's done. He's helped that, emphasized it, along with the Usos, the whole package. But I think Roman Reigns would be okay without Heyman. Cody has needed <laughs> Arn Anderson this year. Fair enough. And Arn Anderson has needed those PWT shirt sales of armed Anderson <laughs> through, these, through these awkward months. So I'm going to go with Double A himself. Arn Anderson. Fair enough. You had an interesting story as well, Arn, with the whole, will he leave him, will he not? All that sort yeah. of stuff was interesting. Paul has been fantastic this year as well. He has. I like how he's differentiated the advocate role where he would speak for Lesnar and the council where he would just back up Roman. Mm. You know, fancy him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Visibly fancy him. <laughs> Roman grabbing it. Oh. Yes, my tribal chief. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know about Brock Lesnar? Brock Lesnar. Who's Brock Lesnar? <laughs> uh, my picks were going to be Either Trent's mum, Sue. <laughs> okay. Or Hook. Yeah, right. But nah, he's the, the year oh, we can't. Oh, the year we're not allowed oh. to pick him. Uh, on the yeah, very, anymore, on like, the very day of us recording this, he'll yeah. be making his TV in-ring debut tonight. Damn it! I saw his entrance last night. Oh yeah, me too. I saw the Twitter from, fan cams from a distance. Like, he, lo- he looked like a Sonic the Hedgehog character. I was going to say from a distance, <laughs> it looked like he had Seamus's Al Mohawk back. All right. Brown, yeah, it was incredible. Wow. What volume? Mm. Yeah, he's worth it. Yes, he is. You know, this is worth it. The next award, 2021's Best Gimmick. God knows what it's going to sound like on the mics. Uh, last year's winner, Roman Reigns. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, that. Yeah, but, sure. yeah, well deserved. The debut so, of the tribal chief. Exactly. But Jack, who is your 2021 Best Gimmick? Cameron Grimes. Ooh, yeah. Was that one. an all right impression? I, was not, yeah, I knew who you meant. Um, th- I wasn't originally going to pick Cameron Grimes. I didn't have a clear one in mind. But then the recent stuff with the more serious Cameron Grimes really pushed it over the top because it proved how versatile the gimmick is. So he's yeah. been like dirty heel, like filthy rich Cameron Grimes who's got lucky on the stock market. But then he, 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 everyone loved him so much that he became a face and tweaked it slightly when he was like getting the better of LA Knight in those vignettes. Stuff with Ted DiBiase was great. And now he's slightly more serious Cameron Grimes, which on paper I would never have thought would have worked. But he's really made it work. Um, and he looks fantastic with his slightly shorter hair. So, uh, Cameron Grimes. Nice. Mm. What have you got? I was. I've got written down on my sheet here, Frankie Kazarian, Elite Hunter. <laughs> but that is not my official pick. Phew. But we just need to give a shout out to the man who is the worst bounty hunter in the history of bounty hunters. He knew where they were going to be every single week. He was in the place they were every single week. Yeah, every single week. He was late and missed them. Missed it by that much. But my nomination goes to Happy Corbin. Oh, The trajectory to go from King Corbin to Corbin down on his luck to Corbin who's lost everything to Las Vegas Corbin to Happy Corbin is a journey I've thoroughly enjoyed. I forgot about all that, actually. My God, those segments yeah. backstage where the, the bouncer <laughs> wouldn't let him in the building because <laughs> his raggedy beard and raggedy skullet, whatever the right word is, didn't look the same as the picture on the truck. That's me there. No, it's not. You look so different. Everything, I don't know what else there was. Just all those yeah. segments where everything went wrong. His look, wife left I've got them. the coffee stone. I can't, <laughs> yeah. I've got the money to clean it up. The, the soup on his oh, yeah. Yeah. The dirty dogs mugged him. <laughs> <laughs> they stole his money. Like, oh, here, look. Here, here's some money. You know, <laughs> seconds later gets mugged. But like, obviously... Not over, enough was made of the mugging <laughs> that took place. <laughs> over the years, shots, he shot him in the nuts with a tank. He couldn't catch a break, the poor lad. But obviously oh, over the man. years, he's been shoved down our throats so much with stuff that just wasn't very good. And he was obviously blamed for the lack of success of Monday Night Raw at one point <laughs> by the McMahon family themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. But to see him, I, I think it's been like a, a year of proving to us he's bloody good. It's not just him being like sort of boring and bland, a bit like, blah, 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 blah. It, it was the stuff that he was given because he's a very entertaining man and a very versatile performer. Yeah. So happy Corbin for me this year. <sighs> what a guy. Mate. Two good gimmicks. Overall, Happy Corbin's been entertaining, but there's near chance of him going anywhere other than where he's gunning with Madcap Moss. To the moon. Cameron Grimes, <laughs> on the other <laughs> hand, <laughs> stole my punchline. Cameron Grimes is going to take his gimmick, his series with Ted DiBiase, the million dollar belt, and then Ted DiBiase leaving because he actually owed way more than a million dollars. And <laughs> then uh, <laughs> the series with Ellen Knight, Duke Hudson. He's getting matches and character out with Duke F. and Hudson. It has to be Poor Cameron Duke Grimes. Hudson, man. But is he right. actually getting character out of Duke Hudson? 
He's getting something out of him. He's got some follicles, hasn't he? Oh. Hair. Yes. Cameron Grimes? Yes, it's Mr. Cameron Grimes himself. To the moon. To the oh, moon. Oh, congratulations, Cameron. I'm oh. not upset. Not that Cameron. Cameron Grimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not upset. Good. That's a good pick, that. Good. Nice one. Because you're happy, Ross. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's me. Uh, <laughs> my pick was going to be Miro, Saturn Fights of God. Yeah. yeah, that would have been a good pick as well. Yeah. We're, we're, we're really clever, guys. <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now, we want to... <laughs> we've, we've, two this. promotions that we've, learned, we've not branched out. But this year, we're justified. Yeah, a lot of promotions have existed. A lot, a lot of promotions haven't been able to do much. Yet. Well, you say that, but oh. to the next one. Let's get ready to do the, the shuffle. 22 ones. Feud of the year. I didn't realize it already changed. Sorry. Is this on the podcast feed, Richard? We should explain what we're doing to the audio listeners if it oh, is. Yeah, right. We have a TV, oh. screen behind, a TV screen behind my fat head, which has got the graphic on. And you can't fully see it because of my fat head. So we're having to move in sync like Justin Timberlake mm. every single time. Oh, he's I'm Lance Bass. Dirty pal. It's like Star Trek acting. Like, watch out, the Klingons are firing. Uh, never really seen much of Star Trek. Today. Oh, I forgot. Sorry. Moving on <laughs> <laughs> to stuff we do know, which is wrestling. 2020's feud of the year was Hangman Page versus The Elite. Mm. Of course it was. Mm. But that was last year. What about this year? Ross. Similar shades for me. Similar shades because I enjoyed the long, 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 long nature of it. Hangman. Eventually getting there, I guess it's against Omega is the the culmination of it. But Hangman's Hangman's journey against multiple people, finding his confidence, finding some friends, those friends giving him the confidence, all that sort of stuff. Omega versus Hangman, that is the feud of the year for me. I don't know what to say there. It was a journey of finding confidence. That's how long the feud was. Yeah. If it won last year's feud, uh, yeah. and I'm I just getting the second half of this year. Maybe that's a bad pick because it wasn't as succinct like that's one man versus that man, or one team versus that team. But it's the it's the best thing this year in terms of feuds with multiple things involved. <laughs> I didn't argue. Well, uh, that probably like that really probably is my pick as well, to be honest. But I'll throw in a alternative one. But yeah, just to build on what Ross has said, like the it's re- it was really refreshing to see. Um, a storyline developed so slowly and with such patience for such a a really nice payoff because it was genuinely a nice moment when he won. So. Yeah. Um, but I'll go for... It was a much, much shorter feud, but uh, I know we've already mentioned it a little bit, but um, Punk versus Kingston was outstanding. Uh, it only lasted like three weeks or something, but yeah. the promo was excellent. The match was excellent. And the match was insane because they had they had to squeeze everything into like 10 minutes. Which you'd think, well, that means they're going to have to wrestle really fast, and like, and they did. And you'd think they're not the youngest, but they 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 did it, and it was really really good as well. So I'll throw in that one as well. But realistically, I, I've got to agree yeah. with Ross. You're saying that to say it, it does yeah. stick out by mild. Yeah, it, yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. In terms of everything else that's happened, I mean, half half the year, just on no, actually only a bit, small bit of the year uh-huh. really was done on the lockdown rules. So I think it's one of the reasons why they've extended and extended this. Hangman versus the Elite or whatever feud for so long had some things to go over and swerve, and they managed to pull it off. Yeah, yeah absolutely, one of the best long-running storylines, one of those well-built ones, and they didn't mess it up. Yeah, they didn't mess it up. Like yeah. the right time has to be yes. Yeah. Hangman versus Omega. Did you have any other? 
potential. I had a few ones. Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah. I think, oh, yes. I think if they did it at WrestleMania, which looked like they were going to, um, I think it would have been a lot more impact. But uh, Also, the Unbox versus Lucha Brothers, just if you like that type of thing. Mm. The three-way reigns Brian Edge feud leading up to Rain, okay. WrestleMania, With just because of the promos. Brian turned himself face good and proper and made you want him to win. That was yeah. incredible for him there. Edge's sitting sit-down stuff. He turned a bit heel, yeah. yeah. And Reigns being like, Hi, I'm going to beat all of you. Shut up. <laughs> oh, so good. Stack them and pack them. And also, Matt Cardona versus GC Dub, which I thought you were going to pull your back pocket. Yeah. Fair enough. King of the internet, still undefeated, Mr. Matt Cardona. WWE was my developmental. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, beating Nick Gage and then coming out with a Vince Do rag. He should be on Sci-Fi <laughs> Champion look. Oh, stunning work. Yeah. Moving on to the next award. Let's see if I sync this up. Oh, it's already done. 2021 Show of the Year. Whoosh. Uh, last year's pick, AW Revolution. Oh, yes. Mm. Was that the one with the tag match? Kenny and Hangman and the Bucks? Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Just like your man from Kiss. Paul. Your man from Kiss. Paul. <laughs> oh, yeah. For a minute, because I mixed, up, I mixed up the band's Kiss and Squeeze in my head. I was thinking, Jules Holland. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jack... What is your pick for show of the year? Now, this is one, dear viewer or listener, that me and Ross talked about beforehand. You can go for the... I just take. I just took Hangman, so you go for the one. No, no, you no, go you, for the no, one. You no, go, you go. You no, I it. insist. Matthew. You've got yourself first in this one. It's fine. I've got a, I've got one myself. I've got one as well. Go I've got on. a backup one too. I've got backup dancers. Gentlemen, gentlemen. Do you know what? Should we just, should we just submit the one that we're both going to do and then mention our secondary ones as all well? All right, we'll do that. We both think that All Out was the best show right. of the year. I've got the card if you want me to go. Go on, it. yeah. I mean, apps, go on. Remind Miro. us. Miro! Well, do you want to put the best friends um, in Jurassic Express? That was a fantastic kickoff show match mm-hmm. against, uh, sorry, buy in match. It's a different company. Oh, yeah, right, right. Against the HFO, yeah. all that stuff. The hybrid two were involved as well. Yeah. Miro defeats Eddie Kingston by pinfall for the TNT title. Yep. John Moxley defeated Breadman by uh, by pinfall. <laughs> Kojima. Oh, Kojima. Right, right. And then Suzuki came yeah, out. Yeah, I Suzuki came That's out. That's right. That. Uh, Britt Baker defeated Chris, uh, Chris Statlander by submission for yeah. the women's title, uh, championship. Uh, Lucha Bros and the Bucks and that steel cage match. Oof. More on that yeah. later, I assume. Uh, Ruby Soho uh, last knocked out Thunder Rosa in the Battle Royal. Mm. That was a thrilling culmination of that match there. Jericho defeats MJF. Ah, that was. Uh, uh, but anyway, Bret Hart defeats Darby Allen. Bret Hart. Bret Hart defeats Darby That's Allen. Same Punk. Yeah, oh, oh, right. Well, uh, I got it, Ross. Yeah. It, it had Punk's first match back. That's yeah. a big point as well. Uh, Paul White defeats QT Marshall. Yeah, it did its job. <laughs> you know what? No, uh, it did its job on yeah. the card. And it then, gave everyone a little rest. And then in the main event, Kenny Omega defeats Christian Cage. But then. A couple of debuts happened, didn't they? They did. Mm. Dan- oh, now they, they went for the WWE one again. Oh. Brian Danielson and the old Adam Kukul. Yeah. They were there. Yep. Hard to argue that one. It's yeah. like they crammed a year's worth of stuff into one show. Yep. But in a They good went way. all out. Yeah, they did go all out. They did. They didn't shake it all about. Well, they no. did shake it all about. They, did, yeah. they shook everything about. They my, the um, my secondary mention would have been Full Gear, another AEW one, but I thought that was... Um, I thought that was a really good show as well. Slightly, I don't know if top heavy is the right word or bottom heavy or whatever, because it, there was no breather for the first like two hours of the show. Yeah. No, and every single enough. match got like 20 minutes. But uh, in terms of just like moments and having more of a um, mixture of like long and short matches and stuff, all out, yeah, probably. What was your backup one? WrestleMania Night One. Oh. Yeah. Just because it was the first big wrestling show back I think it came before the AEW one with fans back in the arena yeah, there so. was the issues with the storm before the show which obviously oh, halt, yeah. uh, stuck things back a bit uh, Kevin Owens cutting a promo on the fly where it sticks out in my mind is mm. the best thing they did to sort of fill oh, that gap they didn't you know could was coming tell who had experience cutting oh, yeah. promos mm. outside of WWE you had uh, Michael Cole and Samoa Joe and their ponchos filling <laughs> in like uh, weather reporters on the news in America like we see uh, the main event speaks for itself Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks the shock of um Drew losing to Bobby sticks yep. out as well. Just uh, It was just a feel-good night, wasn't it, where lots of nice things happened? Mm, and yeah. it was just like, yeah, we're getting back Bron- to normal Bron now. beating Shane. Yeah. Yeah. I knocked, knocked him off the top of the cage, didn't he? he? Did. Amazing. Mm. Uh, yeah, the feud was bad, but the moment was good. Yeah. 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 He hasn't been seen since. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Brom. <laughs> yeah, did you have a... Oh, you said that. Full gear. You said that. So, but All Out. Yeah, AW yeah. All Out, if you're yeah. in agreement there. Because, yes, Full Gear had the amazing moment of... Omega losing to Hangman, mm-hmm. but overall, way better show. AW all out, and yeah, my pick 
as a backup was also WrestleMania 37. Mm. I put night one and two. I think night two gets a lot of criticism because of, you know, oh, the, the, heels the Fiend. And, <laughs> I'm all right with that. But, you know, the three-way main event worked that very was well. class, yeah. And possibly some other stuff happened as well. But yeah, WrestleMania delivered this mm. year. Both Rollins night one and Cesar two. as well, night one, wasn't it? Yep, forget about right. that one, yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah, mm. and so did WWE. Sheamus beating Riddle with the upside down. Yeah. Oh, okay. and that's it. And Sheamus just kicking Riddle right in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good times. So, yeah. But now, oh, getting the real real big ones now. Wait, 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 wait. <gasps> 2021's match of the year. 2020's match of the year. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, Walter versus Ilya Dragunov. Oh, that's NXT year. UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, the last time it anyone really saw that program. Good. That wasn't what I, I can't remember what I nominated, but that that must have been Ross's pick. Yeah, it was. That, what was mine? Oh, well, that was a class match. Anyway. Was that the empty one? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Slaps. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. the, the, the noise of the arena was just filled up with... Oh. Yeah. 2021, Ross. I'm going for the obvious one. Steel on. Cage, Tag oh, Team okay. Affair, Lucha Bros, Mexican Kings taking on the Young Bucks. Mm. That's their theme as well. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I don't know what even... It just started from the Lucha Bros entrance. I picked the Young Bucks in our predictions against Andrew. When I saw that entrance, the writing was on the wall. <laughs> and it just got better from there. Um, all the stuff on the cage walls was, you know, brutal and is what you come to expect from those two, or those four mad lads. Um just doing moves on the apron. There was the stuff with the shoe with the thumbtacks on. Just the storytelling as well, just very exciting. I don't know how to make this sound better than it actually was. Just go and yeah. watch the match rather than listen to me babble about it. it. It's hard sometimes to talk about when something's good. When yeah. something's bad, you can take a big old crap on it. Mm. But when something's good, it's hard to bring it up and just yeah. say, that's no, good. It just was an amazing match and definitely the standout match of the year. <laughs> Fully agree. Um, mine was probably, there's, there's quite a few... And it wasn't as clear cut for me as last year because I've remembered last year I went for that tag match at Revolution. Ah, but yeah. this year uh, I've gone for I think Omega versus Danielson on TV, the draw, oh, the time okay. in the draw, because it started off like intense and slow, and then it built and built and built, and by the end you thought like, God, like because because Danielson like had some of his. It's like a, he's now a mixture, isn't he, of like the old Brian Danielson, mm. but he's also got like slightly more TV-friendly pacing and stuff of, of Daniel Bryan. And he's like a nice little fusion of the two. Omega was class as well, obviously. Um, and I like the ending. I know the time limit draws can sometimes feel disappointing, but I think it worked. It was too early to have one of them lose to the other. And I think that the fact that they kept fighting afterwards, or certainly Bryan did, um, really added to the story, which hopefully we'll see picked up down the line. So, yes. Oof. That's a good pick. But it's weird almost that there's been so many crazy moments in AW the second half of the year that I'd forgotten that match happened. Because <laughs> that was when, you know, Hardcore Nick Gage was appearing. Yeah. Suzuki, Danielson happened on Rampage and all the other crazy things. On that the pre-show for Rampage. On the pre-show <laughs> for Rampage. Just in that insane period of wrestling after an insanely boring period. But in terms of impact, Mark on the sport and everything else, I would say Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks with the formerly... Um, rest of the year, Mr. Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix yeah, did win rest right. of the year. 2019. That's that was right. me who picked him as well. You did, yeah. Clever. God. I <laughs> <laughs> was a look there. <laughs> yeah, but both cracking matches. Mm. Do you have uh, any others? I did have a few. Uh, Walter versus Ilya Dragunov 2. Okay. NXT yeah, TakeOver yeah, yeah. 36. Uh, also, Walter versus Rampage from NXT UK okay. something. Mm. And Walter versus Champa from NXT Stand and Deliver. Okay. Seems and also, to be a theme. Okay. Yeah, no. but the other match that I don't think gets enough love because Young Bucks have had so many bangers this year. Young Bucks versus Eddie Kingston and Moxley. Oh. Ah, yes. The debut of Wild Thing. The good Wild Thing. The good no, Wild no, Thing, I don't yes. mean that I don't like the original song, but didn't fit Moxley. No, I didn't. The little flute solo. He talked about it in his book as well. And <laughs> he's he? like, what's those flutes? <laughs> <laughs> but no, that match was stunning because like, Moxley and Kingston don't do that punch drunk, oh, mm. I'm hurt, but I'm still in the fight. So, oh, so good. But yeah. I remember Moxley no and Kingston's entrance being... Well, wild. It was the first... I know they had, the, obviously, the buy-in match, but it was the first one back for fans yeah. for AEW, wasn't it, mm. as well? Yeah. People going mental. Oh, I was good. They were. 2021's promotion of the year. Should we skip ahead, or...? Yeah. I've got a, I've got a, an honourable backup mention. Oh, yeah, let's do it. The promotion of the year. Don't worry. I'll, I'll save Go it. Go on. Obviously, we all know, but 
I also was going to give a mention to a lot of promotions have really struggled to recover their form in the aftermath of 2020. And I, th- oh, who won it last year, by the way, was it AW? Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think that um, I think that one of the biggest victims was New Japan, who for much of the 2010s were like the best promotion, in my opinion. But now they're not, and it's sad to see, and hopefully they get back to it. So instead, weirdly for me, the promotion that really picked up the mantle was Stardom, which is a promotion oh. I don't know nearly as much about. But every time I've checked it out, they've been killing it. And uh, and have handled the pandemic much better than New Japan have. Um, and I've had a few highlight matches. I almost went really, really hipster and nominated Suri versus Utami Hayashishta for match of the year. But I didn't instead. So, But if you want to watch two, um, two Japanese Joshi wrestlers kick each other for 45 minutes and, and go to a draw and then demand extra time and then get it, watch that match. And excitingly, Suri's got her um, rematch probably, I think, set for December. So that could even be a late match of the year shout. Oh. So for like December the 20, it might even be in a couple of weeks. So if, if, you, if anybody out there, you know, wants to find something cool and you stardom. <laughs> I think I've done all right there. I think I've, Nice. Yeah, no, okay. it's good. So yeah, if you weren't going to nominate AW, can you think of any of the promotions that GCW. you nominate? GCW. Oh, there we yeah, go. Yeah, that'll be my, yes. my second They've pick. just booked Kevin Nash. Yes, they and, and Alex Shelley. Yeah. Wait. What? Oh my God. Yeah. I think Alex Shelley's already going to be there. So. What's, uh, what's Kevin Nash for? Just a bit of PLA. They had Mick Foley on the last one to sort of introduce the main oh, event, didn't right. yeah, so yeah. I assume it's something like that. Wow. Um, yeah. They said just like just give Nash all the, the money and ravioli and have him commentate. Shelley. Get the old paparazzi promotions back That's on the go. I got exposed to those this year because I thought I had a straight to hell with Shelley, but it didn't happen in the oh. last second. So I was like, oh, let's do a bit of research. And Richard was like. Watch those. Oh, you haven't seen those there's before? There's a playlist on YouTube, oh, and I, I literally watched mate. them all, and it was fantastic. <laughs> Stunning work. Yeah. Stunning. But yeah. Yeah. Those are great second picks, mm. but it's AW. It's got yeah, it's got to be AW. They've, they've, um... Should we all do the, the money signal? The, the money Well, because we're getting paid. We're getting but, paid. Yay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. We don't really get don't paid. Really get paid. But... In terms of, like, not <laughs> just... Sorry, we like the company. Not just in terms of the match quality, which has often been really good. But the like the growth that they've made this year, mm. and the and they've changed the game. That ending of All Out is like one of the biggest moments I can remember in mm. years and years of wrestling. So yeah, yeah, they have just been the best in the major the major bits of wrestling. Haven't they storytelling, mm. wrestling itself. That's not to say that other places have been bad, but AEW has just stuck out more than most. I'd mm-hmm. say so absolutely, mate. Just to justify our pick and not have people go, oh, you're such shields. And yeah. they're not afraid to listen to the fans. Like they're not afraid to. Turn. <coughs> Cody Rhodes, Sorry, come. Generally, <laughs> brandy as well. Sir. Generally, they're not afraid. Generally, they fixed earlier issues. So, yeah, they have. <laughs> they are like like allowing recently MJF to be a face in his hometown. Yeah, yeah. Tony Khan took all the pens away from the elite. Goes, no, no, I'm booking this. <laughs> <laughs> Good work. Now, it's time for the biggest of the big guns, though. 2021's Wrestler of the Year. Last year's pick, Hangman Page. Jack, what have you got for us? I'm going for Brian Danielson. I know he took time off in the middle, but the start and the end have been top dollar. He was not my pick for rest of the year. He isn't my pick for rest of the year. But um, no, the the start, obviously, he was part of that feud with Edge and Roman, which was a feud you could argue he didn't need to be in, but he made himself a good part of the feud. I think he's since said that he he didn't want to really be in it or he felt out of place in that feud. Um, Do you really? Maybe. I'm not I liked sure. it. He was sort of tacked on at the end, but like as I said earlier, he he made himself the biggest baby face of the three and made you want him to win. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was more interesting than that would would have been if it just did singles. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, well, whatever. Then he had a rematch with Roman, I believe, after WrestleMania. It was before. It was at Fastlane. It was the, oh, no, before, it was the SmackDown. Yeah, two. It? Yeah, yeah, two. Oh. He had the one at Fastlane. Oh, the yeah, Fastlane, the SmackDown. And then the other one. So he had quite a series of matches with Roman. Yeah. Then took time off. Then the moment it all out when he came out was brilliant. Um and the match with Omega. Yep. And now, um, Heel Brian's back, or Heel yeah, Danielson's yeah. back, and it's fantastic. Uh, who would have thought that like just barely a, like a couple of months after his debut, he could have everybody booing him with ease, yeah. and he has. So, yeah, Brian Danielson. It's oh, a good pick. Ross? To me, when we've got awards like most charismatic of the year, I take the wrestler of the year just as the bell-to-bell stuff. Mm-hmm. Nothing else involved. And for me, nobody has done better than Seamus this year. Because mm. oh. even the stuff you would yeah. think doesn't matter at all 
he's managed to make something happen, whether it be a broken nose or just battering folk. Everything he's done this year has been fantastic. And not to mention the fact, I'm not sure how old he is exactly, but he's in his early 40s. Mm. I go back to the Celtic Warrior Workouts channel where you're watching him try and do the workouts that, you know, the Sasha Banks of the world and people like that do, like in their 20s still. And he just, he couldn't keep up because obviously the, however, 20 years of wrestling, whatever he's done now, is taking his toll on his body. But to see him doing the things this year, we mentioned the, the match with Drew McIntyre earlier this year. Just everything he's done has just been fantastic. He had a stretch of matches on Raw towards the start or middle of the year. I forget which point of the point of the year it was. But every single match was long and it was a banger. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how, as I've said in another video to Jack, like not much has changed in his overall presentation, but it, he has just taken things to a different level this year. Yeah. So shameless for me. Mate, that's so tough because in terms of quality, Danielson's got it. But in terms of quantity... Seamus has been doing this all year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. I think it was, I was watching more on like, all, all recaps of the year, and it's pretty much this suck, this suck, this suck. Oh, Seamus match, <laughs> you know, between um, Lashley, Riddle, Drew. Uh, Drew, the series there, Cesaro, and I believe everybody else is talking Humberto. about. Humberto. Morrison, Ricochet. They've all been bangers. Even when there's been nothing going on feud-wise, look at you, Ricochet. Seamus has gone out there and given it his all. And then Danielson's just been mint. Since he, oh, <laughs> no. This sucks. I'm tempted to give it to Seamus just on the basis that Danielson will be doing this for a while. It almost feels predictable to give it to Danielson because he's so good. Seamus, I think, deserves a little bit of praise. <laughs> Fair enough. For making people want to watch Raw and SmackDown during the bad bits. Danielson's always going to be mint. And this is the, the, the past 15 years of Danielson's career has been, yeah, Danielson's so mint. This is just the award for 2021 as well. Exactly. Look at where Seamus has come from. Yeah. He could have won he most should have been improved this year. He should have been on the Knackers yard. <laughs> he should be glue. But now he's still going. There was that, was it two years ago? Maybe there was the reports of his career coming to an end because of a neck or a backish yeah. injury or something like yeah. that. He took ages off and look at him now. And yeah. now he's like, it's amazing. Oh, look at this crap roll. Seamus is here. You know, I, I, yeah, I'm tempted to go that way. I wouldn't take offense. It's Rich Holland's here. Yeah. Don't put. Don't remind him of that. <laughs> no, bit. no, don't the Yorkshire bit. Don't the Yorkshire bit. I'll, I'll take it. I'll give it. All sat in a bar, watching no. Seamus cashing his money in the bank. No. We all went radio rental. Proper bow. <laughs> oh, now, now we're just. We're in the reference. Now we just uh, turn the car that way. My mention was going to be for very similar reasons to Seamus Lashley, because mm, yeah. he's. Again, the last few months he's not really done much, but that first bit, it was like, all right, here's the plan. You're a baddie. We're going to set you up, and then, you know, Drew will beat you. And then it's like, oh, wait, you're really good at this. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you even need the hurt business for some reason. Um, get You got as many cheers at WrestleMania as Drew did. It's kept on going, kept on having bangers with much the same wrestlers as Sheamus. Kept on gunning. We'll come out MVP to talk about how great he is. I'm sure he's 45, you know. Oh, it's crazy, 45. isn't it? 45. It's the new 30. WWE. For some people, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, is where there's that old saying in the wrestling that sometimes the title makes the man, but sometimes the man makes the title. Mm. Bobby did that with the world title this year, I thought. Yeah, mm, no, yeah. definitely. Um, I'll take Belair as well. Yeah, yeah. just for shout outs. Um, uh, yeah, Danielson, Kingston, or I'd like to be a hipster and shout out Siuri from Stardom. Thank guys. you very much. Yeah, yeah. sorry. But if you, you're going to shame us, yeah, fair enough. Just so there's a moment so Richard could hit the graphic, you know. Yeah. What do we do now? I don't know. Everyone looks really confused to me. You know what? It's always fun, isn't it? I enjoy the cold. Looking yeah. back and going, because sometimes <laughs> every week, Wait, every week we do this. What? Did what? Richard just go, yeah. That was me, I went, yeah. Oh, I thought. Yeah. I enjoy the cold too. I don't know if it's the, the heart was covering my ears or something, but I heard, I heard. I thought we went, this has been fun, hasn't it? I just thought Richard just went, I'll tell you yeah. what, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> it's, been, it's been great. He does agree, like, yeah. Richard sits there behind the camera, right, for all these podcasts we do and the culties and stuff like that, and I want to know what he thinks. Richard, on the fly. Mm. Are you ready? Oh, oh go on, then. Come on. From the peanut gallery. doesn't matter what, this is what you, people want to know what you think. Yeah. You were the best member of Metro by some distance. Uh, most underrated. He's flipping through his... He made he's got What's he got? He's got notes. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I thought he was let a genuinely going to be like... Let me <laughs> these. The, pressure, the pressure's on, Richard. Honestly, on this spot, I probably wouldn't be able to... Oh! That's what for... he wrote down. I can't think of anything. I'll leave it there. I'm sorry for putting you in that position. Do you have a wrestler of the year or anything like that? Rather than all those awards, do you have a wrestler of the year? Wrestler of the year is probably Danielson or Hangman, probably. Okay. He says Danielson or Hangman. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Nice. Well, sometimes we get together and we always do like, oh, it's time for the, oh, wrestling. let's watch all the wrestling. And we all got miserable and stuff. No, <laughs> it's nice to look at this and go, God, there's been a lot of good wrestling this mm, year. Yeah. Good wrestling, good wrestling promotions, good wrestling storylines and stuff like that. It's been a cracking year. It's been better than last year. Yes. For many reasons. <laughs> yes. And yeah. hopefully, if everything's all right, it stays like this. Yeah. Famous last words. Oh, well. But we'll whatever happens, it. we'll be here next year with the fifth annual prestigious wow. Coldies. Who uh, who holds up the trophy? I don't know, really. Should, you to, yeah, Cut do. to a picture of Seamus with his Colty Award. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for a watching. Colty in both hands doing fella. <laughs> we sent this to him via FedEx. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Hegwig. Hegwig? Hedwig. Well, Hedwig. Oh, Hedwig. Yeah. Bollocks. Right, okay. After, so like that. Close. After, so close. After Harry Potter's owl. That's yeah, right. Right, right, right. Carrier pigeon. That's right. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> if Hedwig was a pigeon. That would be fantastic. Like a snowy owl. Yes. Yeah. And this podcast Head slash award ceremony has gone off the rails. Mm. So this has been Jack. This has been Ross. This has been myself. You've been magnificent. See you next year. Expelliarmus. Join us. Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 